The letter to the Hebrews from which our second reading today was taken portrays how the one perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of and far superior to the many animal sacrifices that were offered in the temple in Jerusalem. We are all probably aware that sacrificial offerings were central to Hebrew worship at the time of Jesus Christ. A lamb taken from the herd was slaughtered on an altar and burned as an offering for the good of the people. Now this is where most people's understanding of Hebrew sacrificial offerings end. However, the complete action of such a sacrifice was more complicated. The lamb was slaughtered by the temple priest, but only part of the lamb was burned. Most of it was cooked and either given to the priest or returned to the family offering the lamb. Therefore, an ordinary lamb was taken while a sacred meal was returned. In addition to portraying the sacrifice of Jesus Christ as far superior to the animal sacrifices in the temple, the letter to the Hebrews also presents Jesus Christ as the high priest who makes offerings on the part of the people. The priests serving in the temple were taken from ordinary families. We heard this proclaimed in our second reading when it stated, and I quote, every high priest is taken from among men and made their representative before God. End quote. Priests were consecrated, and then they re were returned to serve the people. It is this understanding of priesthood that the letter to the Hebrews sees as being fulfilled in Jesus Christ. In becoming human, Jesus allows himself to be chosen from among men. Jesus comes as one who knows pain and suffering. As the new high priest, Jesus offers something more precious than all the animal sacrifices that were offered. Jesus offers not an animal, but he offers himself. As a priest, he offers himself as the Lamb of God. Jesus offers his life for us, for you, and for me. With his sacrifice, Jesus purchases our freedom from sin, and Jesus exchanges his life to give us eternal life. In these actions, Jesus models for us the life he hopes for his priest of the new covenant, priest in the order of Melchizedek. This is the life as priest that he hopes for you, Paul and Joey, who are here today to be ordained priest of Jesus Christ, priest of the new covenant. Pastores da Babo Bobis states, and I quote, the letter to the Hebrews clearly affirms the human character of God's minister. 
He comes from the human community and is at its service." End quote. This means that God calls his priests from specific human and ecclesial contexts, which inevitably influence them. However, the wonder and mystery of the priesthood is that after the Lord calls priests, he returns them to serve their brothers and sisters in new ecclesial contexts. Joey and Paul, each of you come from unique families and church parishes, where you grew up, the friends you kept, the special skills you learned, the good times and the trials. All of these carry meaning and will impact your future ministry. Paul, your years in the seminary are now fruitful in your ordination as a priest, while Joey, after serving as a deacon for a number of years, you entered the seminary in response to what you discerned to be a further call from God. I pray that each day as a priest, you will both rely upon and remember your life experiences and your time in the seminary as some of the most important moments of your life. Now you step forward into a new pathway with all the awkwardness and growing pains that come with new challenges. Using the imagery from the letter to the Hebrews, we can say that priests are taken from a particular community, just as a lamb is taken from the flock. Men discerning priesthood are taken, transformed through studies, prayer, discernment, trials, and experiences, and given back to the community, transformed into the image of Christ. As such, priests offer for the people various sacrifices on their behalf and for their intentions. For example, Paul and Joey, as priests in celebrating the funeral mass, you will join the sorrow of a grieving family to the hope of the resurrection in the mass for the salvation of their loved one. Daily, as priests, you will offer their bread and their wine to pray for their loved ones. In the liturgy of the hours, you will lift up the people of God as you pray for them, always remembering to pray more for them than you pray for yourselves. Joey and Paul, as priests, you will offer sacrifices of your own time or strength. It is safe to say that never again will your time be solely and completely your own. Probably never again will you be the first to a family gathering. You will always be on call so that the people of God can access the mysteries of Jesus Christ through you when needed. My brothers, as priests, seemingly more than you are capable of giving will be asked of you. However, surrendering yourself to Jesus Christ, the High Priest, and rooting yourself in Him, you will be able to offer more than you think you are capable of offering. 
When you reach the end of your strength in Christ, you will find the courage to rise and to see to yet another call. These sacrifices of your time, your energy, and your heart can forge you anew, or they can wear you down. The difference is how you will allow yourself to be transformed by Jesus and by these sacrifices. When you are called to offer the sacrifice of your time, will you give in to the temptation to griping and complaining about your loss of time? Or will you hear Jesus calling out to you asking, Paul, son of Gary, do you love me? Or Joey, son of Bruce, do you love me? Answer like Peter answers Jesus Christ on the shores of the Sea of Galilee in our gospel reading today. Lord, you know that I love you. Holy Orders is not conferred primarily for the benefit of the one being ordained. While you will be forever changed by this ordination, the changes are more for the benefit of the people whom you will serve. Paul and Joey, remember this and remember this always. You are not being ordained priest for your own benefit. This would be selfish, and God does not give us permission or allow us to be selfish. You are being ordained priest for the benefit of the people of God whom you are sent to serve. You will bring many people to new life through baptism. You will feed the crowds with the Eucharist. You will stand a welcomed stranger between hopeful couples in marriage. You will have the privilege to travel with people into their most difficult times in life as you hear confessions and anoint the sick. None of these sacraments will you celebrate for yourself. They will always serve to build up the body of Christ and glorify God. You may have chosen this vocation, but only because God has chosen it for you first. And it is not primarily for you, Joey and Paul, but it is for others. And for those who serve worthily and completely as priest, there is an unsurpassable joy in being a priest, a fulfillment that can only be known in following in the footsteps of the Lord as one called and chosen by him for priesthood. Joey and Paul, remember that God called you. Your personalities and your history, your strengths and weaknesses, all are to be used by God in service to his people here in Homa Thibodeau. Here in your call, 
a confidence to be authentically yourself. Now, do not take this as an admission of perfection on your part. This could not be further from the truth, because no one is perfect. You have no need to be anyone other than the priest that Jesus wants you to be. However, always, always remain vigilant to grow in your priesthood and to learn more, especially from what those whom you serve will be able to teach you. There is much you still do not know. Be open to learning from the people of God. Paul and Joey, I want to thank your families and friends for sharing you with the church here in Homa Thibodeau. There are many ways in which the lives of your family members are going to be affected because of your new ministry. I want to thank your parents for supporting you in your call to priesthood and for sharing you with the church. Your siblings, other family members, Joey, your two daughters, for supporting you as well as you embark upon priesthood. Thank you all for supporting and sharing these two men with the church. My dear people of God gathered here to celebrate today, to celebrate with Paul and Joey. The life of a priest is full of joy, full of beauty and mystery. It is also filled with challenges and difficulty. Over the next several weeks, dear people of God, continue to pray for these two new priests, Joey and Paul, and for all of our beloved priests. Pray that their lives and their minds will be transformed evermore into priest and victim, just as Jesus Christ was. Finally, let us dedicate ourselves to assisting more young men and young women to hear the call of God, just as Jeremiah did in our first reading. Joey and Paul have heard and are here today to respond. May others, especially among the young, by God's grace and our assistance, do likewise. Amen.